I'm sure. I'm sure this is gonna sound fucking <laughs> exquisite. I mean, you could hold it. Uh, well, that'll if I move it, it's gonna like do a little rattling sound, which is very fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not a Billy on the street microphone, but I am gonna ask you to name a woman. Okay, um, Barbara Streisand. Ah, you did it. You did way better than the, the lady on Billy on the street. <laughs> Who uh, simply could not, for a dollar, name a woman. I, I feel like if it was Billy yelling at me on the street... I would not be able to. He's tall, he's domineering, angry people scare me. I would... <sighs> I would definitely. I, I did see bros with my mom. How was bros? Um, especially with my mom. I got the absolute pleasure, the absolute gift of getting to tell my mom what a popper was. Amazing! Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, wow, we can really share this cultural moment together. What a gift, what a special time. It was pretty, it was pretty moving because I, you know, didn't think a rom-com world, a big but studio budget film like this would, would be talking about poppers. Would be coming around and having these conversations. Yeah, we are going to talk about what we're here to talk about, but oh. also, or do you know the Lena Dunham poppers story? I don't know the Muffin Man. Okay, I do not know the Muffin Man. Okay, stop asking. Uh, no, Lena Dunham went on. Uh, let's say Jimmy Fallon, and sure. Uh, sure. it was one of them, one of those fucking guys, one of, the uh, one of the fellas. And she went on there, and she was trying to tell you know a charming anecdote, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, I I've been ex- I experimented with a little drugs. You know, she was trying to be, she was trying to seem like a person, uh, which Lena Dunham often does not." And, and do you think she, she is one, or do you think she's cosplaying as a person? Pin that, I'll come back to it. Okay. Um, she was like, yeah, Jimmy, I've been playing around with drugs, and I, one night, I took some poppers, and I ate a whole cheesecake. <laughs> and Jimmy Fallon had to be like, that's not what poppers are. <laughs> that's not, poppers are for g- gay sex. Um, they do give you a little... Oh sure, but not like uh, compulsively eat an entire entire cheesecake high. Maybe that is gay sex, Lena Dunham. Wow, yeah, to Lena Dunham that is gay sex. Who are we? Uh, Who are we to deny her that if that's what she believes? She did teach me about like casual anal in New York as a young child. Girls, yeah. Who run the world? Girls. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Uh, but to, to circle back around to the other question, uh, I am becoming increasingly sure that Lena Dunham is sort of a, a, a men in black Edgar situation where she is wearing a sort of person suit. Yeah, plant. But she is a big cockroach. Yeah. I think it's, it's the only thing that makes sense at this point. Yeah. Just like how her, how she processes the world around her. Absolutely. It definitely feels like someone who's trying to embody... A hipster, as an alien, someone yeah. who like read what a hipster was. Lena Dunham walking up and be like, "Can I get sugar in water?" <laughs> um, that's that's a good Men in Black reference for all you out there in listener land. Uh, Men in Black good film, but yes, we are in Cat's uh, car uh, right now, and we are recording a special Bonioni. What are four things you see, and and three things you hear, and two things you can touch? Am I sort of having like a what reality am I in situation? Is this like tr- me trying to get my bearings? What is this? Yeah, trying to get your bearings, but also just setting the scene because we're not sure. at home right now. Absolutely not. We are in no one's home. Um, four things I can see. I, uh, we are passing by a soccer field, uh, the famous sort of port soccer fields off to the side there. Uh, I can see MP, 
Uh, I can see What's that? Uh, the Empire State Building. Got it. Okay. Uh, thank you, How I Met Your Mother, for that terminology that is stuck in my head for the rest of my life. Uh, I see, of course, uh, some some beautiful beanie babies that adorn uh, your dashboard, uh, and I see my good friend Cat. Hey, I'm Cat Scott, and this is a bonus episode of Crazy Ex Pod Friends. <laughs> uh, we are not ex friends. We used to have a podcast. We still do. But we used to too. Uh, and before we we barrel towards the end of season one of Crazy Ex Girlfriend, uh, which hey, that'll be coming to your feeds in December. Uh, we we have a special bonioni to do in the car uh, because we just saw TV's Rachel Bloom Damn. Uh, perform a stand-up special. Wow. Um, now we cannot give away a lot of the details of this special. Because she's workshopping. Because she's workshopping it, it's to be respectful of, of comedy, and in a way, like, if we had sat here and described a concert, that's one thing. <laughs> but describing a comedy special is to ruin the special. Okay, I didn't um, realize that. That's a good point. I'm glad you said that. Yes. I that was we sh- just been doing, like, direct. Like, just quotes and moments, yeah. and it'd be like, no, ideally... All of our beautiful listeners are going to see that, like, on, on Peacock in a year from now and or something like, like that. she'd be like, why are all my fans... Ruining giving, my giving like Giving, like, really bad impersonations. And then, like, she, that's how she finds us. That's how she finds us. And instead of, you know, appearing on our show, which, you know, we would, of course, love, Season three, uh, she yeah. seeks to pull us down, <laughs> to destroy us, if, if nothing else. Um, absolutely, and that and that is how we get into a, a Dakota kind of situation with with Rachel Bloom. But um, what the fuck are we gonna say? We saw it. Uh, immediate reaction. I had a great time. It was it was a special that was very. I find uh, it was a very non traditional stand up special. I will absolutely. say that. Or it's in like a it's in like a post Bo Burnham. Definitely in a post Bo Burnham. Uh, Nanette. Yes, yeah. if you were worried that the stand that it would be a plain Jane stand-up special where she talks about like her mother-in-law um, and and doesn't sing any songs, I have good news for you. She does never mention her mother-in-law and sings several songs. There could be a ditty or two. A ditty or two. I will I'm not sure describe. I don't any. know how many will make the final cut. But of I course, have a, I have a good feeling. We heard five or six. I have a good feeling based on how. Uh, what anchored and what framed the show that there will be at least one song and yes. luckily all of them are bangers so if you hear any of them yeah in case you were worried that uh, the person who wrote hundreds of crazy ex-girlfriend songs had lost her mojo she is not the mojo maintains um it was absolutely great i feel comfortable saying that like the show is about death yeah um so if that is something that you are not one to necessarily find the, the comedy in, this might not be the stand-up special for you. And comfortably, it's comfortably about death. You may not leave the show feeling comfortable about death, but you might, but you might not. You, you might. You might go in with the same feeling about death, or you might change your feelings about death. Yes. If you are someone like me... This is how I find comfort in things like this. It's like we are finding an avenue for like tasteful creative comedy. You know what I mean? Like that is how we are processing this. We are processing this through art. I also perfectly understand why that might not be someone's thing. Um, you know, it, it dives into uh, topics of our modern era, her own like very personal experiences. And there was there's this moment in the middle 
where a true hush fell over the crowd. Um, this was a crowd of Rachel Bloom fans who were all suddenly like uh, very silent because they, they they did not know what was about to happen. Um, I don't know what moment you're talking and about. And I can't describe it. So it's worth it's worth watching. It's absolutely worth watching. Gets my big recommendation. Um, uh, again, big fan. Because tra- traditional stand-up, it kind of bores me a little bit. I'm not interested. Uh, but this was a very creative use of the form. Um, yeah, I, it was not just a... It was not just a, a stool and a mic and a water bottle, yes. as you might expect. Yeah, while still, there was a stool, there was a mic, and there was a water bottle, but it was so much more It was than so that. much more than that. So much more. One might that. say there were multimedia elements. We'll see. We'll see if those make it to the to the final cut whenever, when Rachel Bloom comes to your town. And we did, we, we spot a, a familiar face or two. Or two. White Josh was in attendance. Was, uh, I, I, think, I feel bad at this point. I don't know that actor's so name. My, I need to commit Yeah, my, my goal was to IMDb his name before we got in the car and talked about it and then I thought about like yeah. six new things because he breakfast. has he has now come up so many times in like even anecdotal stories that like I'm going to uh, look it up Scotty look it up right now with with the name of of uh, White Josh from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend he because was in the rafters he was like those Muppets that he, like the critics Statler and Waldorf yeah, he but was he was he was not silent. He was, of course, laughing. He but was he laughing. was he At was in no way times. heckling. Of yeah. course. Yeah, he was laughing. His name is David Hull. David Hull. And I'll never forget it. David Hull. Yeah, that's actually an easy name to remember. David Hull. Um, yes, incredible. And uh, 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 George, uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend favorite George, was there as well. Yeah. Um, from from what I saw, he was yeah he was enjoying the show. He was enjoying the show. Uh, he was he was he was he was really. Um, giving to the show. Yeah, you could um, tell he liked it. <laughs> you could tell he was a big, big fan. Because uh, he and Rachel have been friends for forever and ever and ever. Um, and but that's, I'm not jealous. But I'm not jealous. I I mean, I want to be friends with Rachel, but I'm not I'm not jealous of... I believe his name is... His, his, his Christian name is David. Um, is another David. No, that's just a, another way to refer to a first name. she's Jewish. Does she have Christian She's Jewish. Body? She's also like... Like half Jewish, right? Because her dad is Irish or whatever, if I remember her book correctly, mm. um, which is an element that is translated into Rebecca Bunch. Yeah, there's 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 things from the book that she wrote through that she released in this year, right? Oh, a few years ago. Oh, okay. Well, within the, during pandemic. Yes. Um, she released a book, and there's elements of like personal things that she. Because she originally had a. What's interesting about this special is she had like the bones of a 2019 special that she was like really excited to release at the end of 2020. <gasps> and now she's kind of mixed things up in the same way that I feel like Bo had a similar. Bo Burnham had a similar story about like I was coming out of retirement to do a special and then ha ha ha. Um, but I think they both tastefully find a way to eventually address, like, but there's bigger problems than being, like, a comic who can't do their comedy Yeah, special. absolutely. Right. That is absolutely, um, acknowledged, uh, about the whole thing. And, you know, I would always rather a, a, a comedian lean into what they are actually feeling as opposed to, like, forcing it to be normal. Um, cause I think, you know, at least, uh, as a, as a, as a 
white Irish Midwesterner, there's very much a like, yes, stiff upper lip, don't, you know, keep moving on as if everything is normal. And I appreciate, you know, not stopping there and, and really trying to address what is in your heart through the medium of stand-up comedy. Um, I also understand people who are like, you know, I sometimes, I just want to hear some jokes, you know? Um, it doesn't have I to be like an art was, piece. I, I have in my astrology a cancer moon, which means I'm particularly sensitive. Wow. And I don't know if I had no, if I had like no, like if I was listening to us talking right now and hearing about the themes of the show, I don't know if I would like self-select to watch it sure. all the time. Um, but I will say sitting there, I feel like it was peppered tastefully with jokes and transitioned through jokes so well that even if you like didn't want to grapple with like, like deeper things that yeah. day, cause I, w what I'm getting at is I've been watching like Love Island only for like <laughs> two months Yeah. and there's probably something within me that like has been digging deep and been deep for years and just like needs something different. So I like the comedy is is smart and she navigates in and out of these things really smoothly so that like just when you might feel like you're starting to kind of disassociate or like feel sad or something like you find your way through the through the story. She's got you laughing. She's got just you when laughing. you think you're like oh boy this is really starting to bum me out you're laughing again. Yeah. Because uh, that is that is something that I you know what do you say but like it's very funny. If you like Rachel Bloom's sense of humor if you like her comedy song stylings, there are several very good ones in this one. Um, you you will laugh, uh, but you may also cry. Who knows? It's interesting, like, having been consuming the season one of her content and then being a fan of hers when I was in, like, middle school during I Steal Pets from the Popular People era on YouTube. And actually, like, even... <laughs> I feel like these new songs, they're like... Like so fucking, so some of them are just like so, like vulgar. I'm trying to not crass. I don't like terms like crass or vulgar, but just like. But they are. I mean, like yeah. Like just like kind of bathroom humor. Which they're I, blue, which I imagine mm -hmm. working blue, which I imagine maybe comes from like having a child and constantly being surrounded by shit and poop and snot and Absolutely. stuff like that. So there's a lot of that, but I actually, like, enjoyed it more than some of the season one songs. And I don't usually like that kind of stuff. So I, I don't know. I was also impressed with, with the craft, the craft of the potty humor. Absolutely. That's some, it, yeah, it was some really well-formed poo-poo uh, humor. <laughs> uh, she does a great, I don't think I'm spoiling anything. She does a really good, it felt like a Nightmare Before Christmas pastiche song. Um, that like a spooky song. Very spooky song. That was because very funny. We're right now rooted in the middle of, um, because this will probably go out more. more this, I should hopefully get this up, like, this week or okay, something. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's spooky season right now, and there was a spooky song, and that was nice. And also, I feel like Bell House was giving spooky. Bell House, a little spooky. Yeah, Bell House was kind of, that was a fun venue, um... You never I, been to the Bell House before? I don't think so. If I no, I don't think so because okay. it's on the other side of the planet from Ridgewood. Show enough. Um, but 
It looks like they had a lot of fun events, and it's a fun space. Yeah, they do. I've been there like four or five times, and it's it's been a great show. I've seen there every time. I don't know why I expected it to be all gay men. I was expecting women. Yeah, just like a crowd full. I think every person I saw there was basically in a hetero couple. Like I didn't really, I didn't really notice. You had a friend. Who was your friend? Shout Um, out! Shout out to new friend. Shout out to friend. Name is Justin. uh, Came by himself. Sat next to us on the on the far right side of the bell house. Uh, Nice enough guy. We talked about uh, Gracie's girlfriend because that's obviously why. Like. Most of the people were there. You know what I mean? I don't know if there are any reboot heads in the house. Uh, but I don't think... Uh, when the tickets sold out, I don't think reboot had even, like, debuted yet. Uh, but... Yeah. I like the idea that, like, the very, like... They saw the pilot and they were like, Oh, shit! This girl fucking goes! Who isn't given any comedic lines? Yeah, the straight man on reboot. Uh, I gotta fucking see her stand-up special. I bet she's fucking fire. Uh, that's very funny to me. Uh, the person who liked the voice of Flounder in Chippendale Rescue Rangers was like, I gotta fucking be okay, here. Okay, nepotism, baby. Okay! Uh, anyway. Okay, gold digger. Gold, gold digger of her longtime husband. <laughs> Dan Gregor. college, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Okay, so it, it, I I'd completely forgotten this antidote until very recently. Do you remember the, the I think it was the, was it the Emmys? With Neil Patrick Harris, the Neil Patrick Harris, Rachel Bloom situation at the Emmys. Um, To summarize for our listeners, I can't believe this hasn't come up on the pod before. Yeah. Because Neil Patrick Harris has come up. It just, it it never. Yeah, you texted me about it. That photo. Yeah. um, That uh, for one year at the Emmys, Neil Patrick Harris was hosting. and They were doing like a backstage segment with Rachel Bloom. And Rachel Bloom was doing... Excited theater kid energy, shall we say? Excited theater kid energy, complimentary, you know. Um, and and <laughs> are those like asterisks? Yeah, that was the that was the parentheses, Got parenthetical, it. complimentary, as opposed to theater kid energy, derogatory. Got it. Uh, and uh, but and she was doing all the backstage segments, and then Neil Patrick Harris tweeted. Maybe Neil Patrick Harris was only watching. Maybe he wasn't even there, but he tweeted like. What is with this fucking like excited person backstage? She's driving me nuts. Tone it down. And Rachel Bloom was like, "Hi, my name was on TV. Also, my husband worked for you for years. We've met several times." <laughs> and New Bachelors was like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> so you stepped in it, Neil. You can't magic that one away, big guy. Uh, anyway, it's about time that anecdote made it on the pod, and we're about five minutes away from uh, me being dropped off at uh, my home. Uh, so uh, let's just say, if if you have a chance to see Rachel Bloom, she, if Rachel Bloom comes to your town, um, get a ticket, grab a ticket. It's a great show. Or you know, if you if you want to wait and watch it on I don't know Peacock or whatever, whatever streaming service picks up this stand-up special one day. I mean, I hope it's, like, Netflix. I don't know why you're saying Peacock so much, but... I recently, a comedian I like, I think their special got bought up by Peacock. That just happens sometimes. Oh, cool. Um, it's a new thing. I, I I am against the Netflix monopoly. Let's spread the fucking love. I'm you know into I mean? HBO. You know that. We are loving HBO Max. And yes, if Rachel Bloom and HBO Max original, are you kidding me? Hulu! She has a Hulu show. Wouldn't that make sense? Wait, what was your anecdote about Neil Patrick Harris? That was it. Oh, it was just like a non sequitur. It was just the tweet, yeah. Okay, yeah. That was it. You should find it. I, yeah, 
you should all I'll make it the me. art of this uh, episode when okay. it drops just a screenshot of, of those tweets that's kind of fucked then she'll never want to listen to us wow well no she owned him she that did. was a real like that's not true Ellen how do you feel about... You saw Carly Rae Jepsen recently. I did, at a sold-out Radio City Music Hall. A person I went on a couple dates with was like, Carly Rae Jepsen, like, from that one song ten years ago? And I was like, you you're not my fucking soulmate. know. Yeah, you're not my soulmate. Yeah. Uh, she was not, because she said she didn't feel that romantic connection between us. Uh, but it was really the Carly Rae Jepsen thing, I feel. I yeah, feel deep in my your, soul. first sign. Um, not even, like... Oh, you know, I don't, I don't, it's not really my thing. Just like, oh, her? And I was like, this is, this is terrible. I can't do this. Wow. I haven't even seen the cut to the feeling music video directed by Sofia Coppola. Come on! You haven't Coppola? seen the cut to the feeling Gia music Coppola? video. It was, it was one of the Coppolas. It was one of the Coppolas. It was probably G. I would be surprised if it was Sofia. But still, uh, that's crazy. Uh, you didn't fucking, you didn't see the one with Tom Hanks in it? You didn't, you didn't see I really, really, really like you with Tom Hanks? Uh, anyway. I don't think it was Francis Coppola. It was, I would, oh, I would fucking kill if it was Francis Ford Coppola <laughs> directing Carly. Just like, you know, taking a break from his winery that he sold for a hundred million dollars so he could make his long gestating passion project film. His final film with the profits from his winery. Apocalypse here. Apocalypse then. <laughs> um, no, it's called Mega, Megalopolis. Uh, and all, and the night sky is dark for all the stars are in Megalopolis. Apocalypse, everything, everywhere, <laughs> all at once. All at once. Megalopolis does sound like in the apocalypse universe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in the apocalypse universe, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Colonel Kurtz returns. Did you um, have to watch that documentary when you were a film student? Hearts I of did. Darkness? I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I watched it uh, during pandemic uh, of my own accord. Good doc. <laughs> You're like, Heart of Darkness sounds like... That's what I'm fucking feeling right now. <laughs> uh, no, I think, like, I think like either I watched Apocalypse Now or Tina and I watched Apocalypse Now. And uh, yeah, we, like, you got a shot chaser. You know, you just follow it up with Hearts of Darkness. You got it. Uh, now I own it on my PlayStation forever. Just Hearts of Darkness. Uh, anyway, anything, any other concluding thoughts to, to say for, like, for our little listeners? Rachel, thanks for listening so much to us. <laughs> Thank you so much. Our number one fan. You're, you're our favorite. I mean, we don't really pick favorites in Kevin's Patreons, but you are definitely <laughs> up there as <laughs> one of our favorites. Top five, easy. Top five favorite Patreons of Kevin. We appreciate your constant listening to our podcast your your notes your feedback for the next time um absolutely we're taking them all to heart and i will also say that i'm not gonna speak too much it's not related i'm not gonna speak too Mm. much to the new conspiracies i have around ryan murphy's murder cult but but they're coming but I'm watching Dahmer, and I do have a lot of things brewing in my brain now. Um, a lot of thoughts, a lot of confirmation. So should you be keeping this thread with me? Um, definitely. You don't have to watch Dahmer, because why would you support him if you believe he's a murder cult leader? Um, but I'm watching it. For and research. You're <laughs> research. a fucking detective. You got to keep your fingers to the pulse, your nose to the grindstone. Yeah, I'm a detective without the being the cop thing. Yeah, um, absolutely. You are, you're a private eye. I'm like a Harriet. The spy. Yeah. Uh, and that's, and that's it. Thanks, Rachel. 
And thanks, Michelle Trachtenberg, a.k.a. Harriet the Spy. Uh, thanks, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie? Yeah, yeah Rosie's not. in it. Hell yeah. That's Harriet's, like, friend or whatever. Friend? I don't remember that super well. Yeah, I don't either. But Trachtenberg is back on Gossip Girl in my where, I, where I'm at in Gossip Girl. We're all excited for the return of Georgina. Oh, my um, God. Is the new Gossip Girl... Is there new episodes? No. Uh, the old Gossip Girl that I am watching... She has reappeared. Oh, I sorry, wa- that was no. It's okay. I don't watch the new Gossip Girl. The new one is bad. Blair Waldorf is not on the new Gossip Girl. Why would I watch? I think her um, mom is. She's there's there's like a Waldorf universe. Wow, is yeah. it the same? Well, I'll have to look that up. But I, no offense, I will not be watching it if Blair's mom is a character. <laughs> not enough. Not yeah, enough. Not enough of a poll. Uh, anyway, uh, stay sexy, don't get murdered, and uh, hey, is that copyright? Yeah, that's somebody else's <laughs> sign off. Trademark. And uh, do 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 do. Woo! Do.